Good evening, it's Tuesday the 5th of February and this is the Tuescast for this week. I need a bit of water. Um, it's been kind of warm and humid but not as not as raging hot as it was on Sunday, which is a bit of a bummer because on Sunday I had planned to take my children to a hair cutting place and get their hair cut but it was just way too hot to take them anywhere so that little task is still on my to-do list. The dear little black kitten is a very bitey little thing and is doing well, putting on weight. The plants that I'm trying not to kill are actually doing well. They're putting on new growth. My lemon tree um, put on some very hopeful little mini lemon babies, but they didn't make it all the way. They dropped off and then it decided to furiously grow more leaves instead. But it was wonderful to see how much progress it's made in a pot in three years. Um, I think I'm becoming fond of gardening. And my, you know, one of my dreams, I have a few, <laughs> would be to move out into the country and, you know, just start working on my garden and writing more. Um, so I suppose what I'm really doing now is learning and getting having as much practice as I can. I'm not putting plants that I really want to keep in the ground in, you know, these houses that I'm living in because one day I, I sort of have this hope that I'll be able to put them in the ground where they need to be. And, yeah, I suppose it's that dream of being settled. But it seems like a lot of... It's not a good time to be having dreams you know it's really not a good time to be um wishful thinking i mean there was a thing in the i think it was the guardian today saying you know that um scott morrison's trying to scare people about the economy and he doesn't realize that they're already scared we're scared about climate change and you know today when i went i was walking outside at work and um, I could smell smoke in the air. And I was like, shit, what's that? Where's that? What's that? What's that smoke from? How far away is it? What's happening? You know, because Black Saturday wasn't that long ago. Black Friday, there was a Friday when it was very, very bad too. I mean, there's been, there's been at least three or four really bad fires that I remember and now one is burning in Tasmania and um, it was a report that the wilderness and the heritage wild wilderness areas in the cent central Tasmania are dying because of um, the climate being too hot in the water. The water temperature around Tasmania has ri risen three times more than expected or predicted. And... Um, yeah, it's all very, it's all really, like, it's genuinely terrifying and it's interesting that the response has been fear of the foreigner, um, you know, you've got all these nationalist politicians, uh, anti-immigration policies, um, 
you know, it's been a shocking lack of compassion in um, wealthy countries, but even when they have tried to be compassionate, it's 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 backfired or it's led to civil unrest and it's hard not to look at the situation and think it would have been better if we just hadn't fucked the planet up. <laughs> really, it would have been better if we just hadn't done that, you know? But it seems like everything from that war in the Middle East, you know, the invasion of Iraq and all those problems in Afghanistan and and then the floods and the corruption in Bangladesh and and now they've got these Madagascan vanilla millionaires because wealthy wealthy people are using whole vanilla pods in their master chef interpretation cooking I um I'm halfway through The Tyranny of Metrics and I think that is a really interesting book. It's um, it's a transdisciplinary uh, investigation into the impact of compulsive measuring and um, sort of that, that idea of applying business management to um, – everything, anything and everything, education, school, uh, tertiary education section I just finished and um, it's going into secondary education then and I think later on we'll talk about hospitals and possibly the public service. So um, it's a really good book. It's a really good good book if you're wondering how to articulate some of the problems that we have in our systems. Um I've also read a few essays from The Bitch. What's it actually called? Uh, the Bitch in the House, edited by Kathy Hanauer. 26 Women Tell the Truth About Sex, Solitude, Work, Motherhood and Marriage. It's really good. And um, read a bit of that. Um, didn't really have much of a chance to... Uh, follow a lot of the news um the colbert update on the super bowl ads was funny um i watched a little sort of oh i watched the fire festival documentary um uh the festival that never was and that's a really good documentary and i was really pleased to see a follow-up post on um somewhere maybe buzzfeed that the 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 dear Bahamian, Bahamian, Bahamian woman who said that she'd spent $50,000 of her savings paying her staff to prepare food and had they just cleaned her out because she, on her honour, she had to pay these people their wages. And and um, there's, there was a crowdfunding set up for her and that was really, really a lovely piece of news. Um lots of books and films that I'd like to see. Uh, The uh, uh, Sundance uh, What's Hot list was published. Well, you know, like there was an article about these films that were coming out at Sundance that would be ones that we would be interested in knowing about, us people who are interested in films. Um, I would really like to see Green Book, but I'm not in a mad rush to go see it. Like I've seen the favourite and I saw Sorry to Bother You and I'm sort of, yep, 
okay if you're a little bit caught up. <laughs> Not very much, but um, some really amazing bands touring that I would love to see. Cat Powers touring, um, Orbital are coming, Teenage Fan Club are coming, Jesus and Mary Chain are coming. Um, I'd still like to get to a laneway festival, but not 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 too badly. I'll live. I think I'm just generally I'm also fed fasting, uh, so no drinkings for me. And um, it's a good time of the year. This is my third time doing fed fast, and um, it's just that's it. February starts and I stop, and to not be able to, you know, just have one glass of wine might turn into two glasses of wine. It's actually really good for me. I'm going to try and get healthy. I know I've talked about that before, Um, doing a Pilates assessment, so see if uh, where they think I'm up to because I really would like to find some people who will push me to get, you know, to really get my strength back and my flexibility back and, because I'm not really crazy about myself at the moment and um, I think a lot of that has to do with not being physically healthy. Um, It does seem to translate pretty directly into not feeling good about who I am, not just what what I'm looking like. It's like I'm bad or gross or, you know. I was alarmed to read that Australian border security are trying to prevent Saudi Arabian women from seeking asylum. They're stopping them and calling their male guardians and sending them back to the airports that they left from. I'm really concerned about the young um, footballer, the soccer player from a, from Bar- who's being detained in Thailand on a red nose from Interpol that was from Bahrain. There was a really couple of really interesting radio shows that I listened to about the um, the role that Interpol play and the you know the difficulty that that countries have in working out whether an Interpol red notice is still relevant and whether it's enforced it should be enforced and how different countries use it and how different countries you know end up. And and the really interesting thing about that was the the idea that in in detaining him in it sort of uh, what's the word sorry I've gone blank on the word indefinitely detaining him indefinitely in Thailand they've achieved their goal which is um, making his life miserable um, I don't know what he did to deserve it I imagine. Uh, it's got something to do with offending a royal family, I think. That's what the, that's the impression that I got from the interview that I heard with um, a representative from Amnesty International who had been to Thailand to visit him in prison. And there was a part there was a part of me that went, "What on earth were you doing going international when you're a refugee? Just don't like don't risk it." You know, now he's stuck over there and he's terrified and worried about him. I think it's it's very 
easy, you know, what do they say? First they came for they came for so-and-so and we did nothing, then they came for the next lot and we did nothing and then they came for me and there was no one to stand up for me. It's like there was a lovely thing that was posted on Facebook and I'm going to finish with this. It was the last thing that I read on my wall. It was up, someone had liked it and I shared it as well. It was like you have to love your neighbour even if they're not the same age as you, if they're not the same gender as you, even if they're not the same religion as you, even if they don't vote the same as you, love your neighbour, no exceptions. And I think that is that is a really good lesson. And there's also a fantastic article on Lit Hub, which is uh, about a, it's a black woman's experience of um, sort of street sexual harassment and... Um, uh, it's just really interesting analysis of the what I think people are calling intersectionality, and it, I did this class about identity politics and um, the body and performance of gender um, in about second year, maybe second year, maybe third year, um, as part of my degree that I did. I was just a BA, um, and there's. Yeah, there's, there's also talk about the the value of a degree and uh, um, what happens when there's a lot of pressure on institutions to to achieve metric targets in tyranny of metrics, which is really interesting and relates related really well to my experience of being at university. Um, and what I what I ended up theorizing and agreeing with was and arguing which is really what university is you learn how to put an argument together and you you write write your case you support it and you defend it and you critique it and yeah love writing essays but basically it was that at the center of the power structure is the white rich heterosexual male from a powerful family, like that's who's at the very apex of our power structures. And there, this this article was really interesting in she, – she manages to describe how women fit into power hierarchies and there was a quote. I might actually just see if I can find the quote and then I'll, I'll sign off and say goodbye – for the week, um, and it was so. Oh, there was a cryptocurrency um, story that was really funny as well. That was about um, uh, yeah, some guy who, who was a founder of a of a cryptocurrency vault. He's died, and his wife <laughs> she just looked everywhere, but she can't find his password written down, and so some crazy million amount, millions of dollars, um, inaccessible because of cryptocurrency. Um, but this was the reference. So the article was called Power Walking. It's on lithub.com. And this was the article, the the, re the quote that I put up on my Facebook. Um, the job of calling out to me belonged to the last man, the black man. I walked towards him and it seemed we both knew what the other was thinking. Would he betray his race or his place in the patriarchy? As I passed, he leaned forward and audible only to me whispered, I like your jacket. And on that note, because there is still good in the world 
and maybe you were wearing a good jacket. And maybe in small ways you are fighting. I hope that you are taking care of yourself. And I will see you next Tuesday.